0: In the gospel according to John, the fifth chapter, we have that for our morning reading. Again, I'd like to lift this verse, uh, these verses to us so one more time. The gospel according to John, uh, fifth chapter, those who are able to stand in honoring and reading of God's word, we ask you to please uh, join and stand with us. Also, I invite you, those who may have your Bible uh, on your phone, you might have the Ute version Bible app. If not, I, you can download that and you can join us right there. And you'll see our sermon notes and information with us right there in John uh, 5th chapter, verses 1 to uh, 14. I'm just going to lift in our hearing a few of those verses. If you look with me in this 5th chapter down to uh, verse uh, 6, the word of God says, When Jesus saw him... Knew he had been ill for a long time. He asked him, "Would you like to get well?" Praise God for His Word. You may be seated as He take your seat. You can you can help me ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor, "Would you like to get well?" All right, now somebody answer. Dealing with this sermon series of. Uh, I need Jesus. Oh, that preached by myself. Am I right about it? Anybody here need Him? That's why we like that good old gospel hymn. I need the O. I need the even the gospel writer said I got to say it twice. Like the first time didn't get it through. I, I need the O. I need it every hour. And so looking at this text, we see here a Jesus that you see that closely, right? That he already knew this man's been ill for a long time. A long time. Y'all see there in the text, it says 38 years. Uh, Longer than Jesus has been on this earth. This man's been ill, and yet he already knew. What I'm trying to highlight, if you haven't caught on yet, that Jesus already knows what you need. He already knows what you need. But the problem here, as a simple point of this man, as him asking this question, do you know what you need? What I want to tell us today is that Jesus can satisfy all our needs. Therefore, all we need to do is just trust in him. Tell your neighbor, trust in him. The text tells us, the setting brings out to us that Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem and it says it's a Jewish holy day that takes place on the Sabbath. It's, it's interesting here that the text does not mention which holiday it is. So there's many a speculation of what it might be. It might be the booth. It, it might be the Passover, but they believe it's the Passover because every male must go to Jerusalem for this. But what I want to highlight, what festival it was, what it was, that's not the main point of this message because if it was he would have been clear to let you know oh what festival it was but he wants to highlight that jesus is doing something on the sabbath and so inside the city look how it sets it up inside the city in the temple there's a a sheep gate, a sheep gate. If you need some more information about this sheep gate, I encourage you to read Nehemiah and they built all the gates up and one of the gates was a sheep gate and the sheep gate was the gate that the sheep went in and there was a pool there and it's very beautifully adorned and they call it Bethesda and this pool was used to clean the sheep. Now, I don't know about you, but I've been to a farm. Sheep don't smell clean, and I'm highlighting this because look, who's found here is Jesus. Oh, the high and the would probably have some servants take the sheep in. They said, "We going on this gate." where it does not smell, but yet we see a humble mm, Lord Almighty God himself walking through the gate where the sheep come through, and it probably does not smell too good, and it's not beautifully adorned, because who do you find that says it's not the rich that, that flock there, but it's the blind, yeah. the lame, yeah. the paralyzed. Yeah. Oh, do you see the symbolism there? Y'all see the symbolism there? Who did he come for? Who did Jesus come for? He came for the blind, (laughs) the sick, (laughs) the lame. And where is he found? Amongst the blind, (laughs) the sick, and the lame. And the text tells us that they gathered there because there's a belief there. Some of you might have a different translation. I encourage you to look at it. Some of that, the King James Version. You might see something that says that they waited for an angel to come down and to trouble the water. And believing that whoever got in the water, once the water was troubled, they will be healed. And some texts don't have that, so they got a footnote like the New International Version telling you that earlier manuscripts do not have that. Let me give you the footnote why they say all of that. Uh, they wrote it down, and if you look in the text, you see why it makes sense because some believe that it was a pagan myth that was given to the judaism that they believe so they took it out not to mislead them and some put it there as maybe a side note the scriptures to say that this is why they did believe were gathered here because they believe uh, this would happen but what i want to highlight is this that the text does not say as a matter of fact of we have evidence of someone that got in the pool and who was healed it says they believed. y'all catch that Word on the street is, y'all, y'all have that right, the word on the street is, you know, word on the street don't mean it's true. Right. It means somebody heard it, right. that it might be true. Right. And so the word on the street is that if I get into the water while it's trouble, I might be here. So there we find blind, we find lame, we find paralyzed. Let me ask you one question. You can answer me back. Uh, how are the paralyzed going to get in the pool? How are the blind going to make it into the pool? But yet they all are gathered there waiting for their healing to come. What is trying to highlight here again? Well, we need to realize this, that we are not strong enough to help ourselves out. Catch that. Because look what happens here. Jesus is walking. Now look again. See the sovereignty of our God. How many people there are sick? There's a lot. But he only talks to one. Y'all see that in the text, right? That there's many there who are sick, but he talks to one. This one is special. For 38 years, this man's been lame, been ill, lack of strength, unable to take care of himself like he would like to. For 38 years, the text suggests to us that something terrible happened to him, the reason why he's in this condition, for 38 years. And yet, Jesus steps on the scene, standing in front of him, asks him, would you like to be made well? Now, and that's a good question, isn't it, ask? And, and, and And wouldn't you think that man would answer properly? Yes. But how come he didn't say yes? Instead, he told his life story. His life story. Y'all see his life story, right? Every time I try to go, somebody beats me in. Is that somebody's life story? You got an issue in your life. People ask you what's going on in your life, and the answer could be yes, but you got to tell your life story for them to understand the depths of your pain that I've been here these many years waiting to get a chance for my healing, but every time I'm to go, somebody beats me in. again let's look who's gathered here at this pool says the blind that man blind right there y'all lost it he's not physically blind but he's spiritually blind Jesus God himself asked him oh glory I just thought about that pastor Jesus asked him how many times I go asking him But God, in turn, asked him what you want. He could answer what he wanted. He told him about his problems. Mm. He was blind to see that healing was right there. And since he was blind to see the healing was right there, guess this, guess this. Since he could not see to believe, he was unable to walk in what he believed in. Mm. Y'all see that? You see that also within the text that the Pharisees, Sadducees did not believe in Jesus. So therefore, they did not believe what he was saying. And I believe in his work. You continue on reading. Jesus says, I'm only doing what the father told me to do. I do nothing separate from the father. As a matter of fact, me and the father, we are one. Oh, they got mad. But I'm not there yet. I'm back up here, back at the top, where we see the blind, we see the lame, we see the paralyzed, we see the sick standing around a pool waiting for some healing to come, waiting for somebody to help them to get into the pool. But the one man that can help them is standing before them, but they all are blind to the fact. How, how we know we blind to the fact? Well, I'll jump ahead real quick. The man did not know who he was. Jesus stands before him, asking him, sir, do you want to be healed? Would you like to get well? I can't, sir. For I have no one to put me into the pool where the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus asked this question to this man for this man to realize his weakness. For him to realize that, yes, you are unable to heal yourself. That, right, you had faith in man. Watch out, somebody. But there was nobody there to help you out. You thought that you had somebody to help you out, but there's no one there. And here is Jesus standing. Y'all see that, right? He is standing before him, ready to help him, but he does not realize that he needs Jesus' help. He's looking for somebody else to help him out. I I, I guarantee that. I bet you walk outside of this place of worship. You go tell somebody what you did this morning and how you worship God. They'll probably look you dead in your face. Some of them, not all of us, some of them will look you dead in your face and say that I don't believe he can help me. That's when you got to share with them that you've been trying other folks, but you haven't tried my Jesus. Because when you try my Jesus, you start finding things out that things start happening because he is able to do what man cannot do. Because with God, it is possible with man. It is impossible. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their church. i'm so glad that god is able to do what we are unable to do yeah. that's why we get excited in that right pastor now unto him who is able to do exceedingly above and beyond what we can ask or even imagine yeah. Yeah. tell you never god is able and so here it is. Here it is. We see this man looking, finding out that he's unable to make it to the pool. He has no help. He wants to get well. And he's probably thinking, as I might be thinking, why in the world you ask me this question when you see me here laying on this mat? You know, I'm sick. You see, I'm ill. You know, that's why everybody here. We're trying to get into the pool. But Jesus looking at him, let him know that I'm here. While we are looking around for something else, all we got to do is look up. Tell your neighbor look up. up. See, the man is sitting down. All they had to do is look up. And the one he was looking for was right there. Well, I want to highlight this, too, that some of us say, well, I don't have enough faith. I I, 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 I haven't got my healing because my faith is lacking. Do you see in the text where this man said he had faith? Mm, mm. It was not his faith that made him whole. Y'all lost it. It was not his faith. And then I say, because he believed. We we know about the women of the issue of blood. See, I think if I could just touch the hem of his garment, he will make me whole. Oh, we know about the soldier. I tell this one to go. He goes. This one to go. He goes. Just say the word. And my servant shall be healed. But this man does not understanding, not even believe it. He believes that if he gets in the pool, that's where his healing is going to come from. But Jesus looks at him. He did not say, man, you made whole. He said, man, get up. Pick up your mat and walk. Now, this disturbed the, the man. He said, wait a minute. I've been here 38 years. I have never had enough strength. Uh, matter of fact, I can't even make it to the pool. But you're going to tell me to get up? And well, I I bet you in your Bible, there's like a reason mine. Does it say immediately? The man was healed. You see, they didn't say by his faith he was healed. It was by Christ's word he was healed. What I want you to understand is that when you realize that you are unable to take care of yourself, you start to realize, I need his word. In my life. And once the word starts moving in your life, you start seeing things coming to life. Yes, that's it, that's it. He had dead limbs that came to life. Yes. Just when Jesus says, rise up. Now, another thing, too, I like about this word here that he used that says to get up or it says to rise is the same word he used for the resurrection. Do you know that the dead will hear Jesus speak? That's right. And what He going to say? Get up and so we're in this power of his word that he can make the dead to rise he can make the lame to walk just by his word because somebody say "Just just by his word and so his word commands and look what happens now he realizes that something's changing in him something is moving in him because when Jesus says it what happens instantly the man was healed he rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking But you see, there's an exception here in this text because John's setting something up. I told you it's not about the festival. He says, but it was on the Sabbath. What I want to highlight real quick about this young man that was healed, that this man has a sad story. How does he have a sad story? He ends up, he ends up, he ends up because they want to punish him for him walking around with his mat. And and, and he said, "Wait wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's not my fault. It's the one who healed me's fault. Mm. He trying to turn on Jesus. Y'all see that, right? I'm not making it up. He said, I'm not going to get in trouble for this. It was the man that healed me. He's responsible. Now Now the anger towards on the one who has no respect for the Sabbath. Who is that man? We find out that man was in the temple. Jesus found him again. He did not find him. Jesus found him again and told him, sin no more. Let something t- more terrible than this. Oh, glory. Something more terrible than this befall on you. Right. This text suggests to us that this man possibly sin is the reason, the cause for his infirmity. And Jesus warns him not to mess up again, or something worse mm, may befall upon him. Right. What I want to highlight here is what we saw clearly from this text. It was not based on this man's faith, it was not based on his devoutness, but it was based on Jesus' grace. Y'all see that there? It was by grace that God chose him. You know, grace is a gift. It was by grace that God chose him and spoke into his life and blessed him a healing that no one else could give him. And when we see this in this text, I want to grab this, that Jesus can do the same thing in you, that you don't get what you deserve, but you will get his grace, which is his gift that will bring life into your life. And enable you to do something you were unable to do before. Because he see, for 38 years, he did not have the strength to get up and carry his own mat. For 38 years. He was unable to carry his own mat. Do you understand that? He was weak. He was infirm. He was deficient in strength. He was inefficient. That's what that word means of the ailment that he has. But yet, when he saw Jesus, the weak become strong. (laughs) When he saw Jesus, things in his life change. Anybody here glad that you saw Jesus one way? But you were able to walk away another way. That when Jesus showed up, he was there laying sick and lame. But Jesus still did not give up on him, but spoke a word into his life. Anybody here glad that Jesus is still speaking? He is still talking. And the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. And the Word was with God. Go on down. In that same chapter, the word became flesh. And while that word was flesh, they said, we behold his grace. We beheld his mercy. You know what that word started doing. That word started walking. And it started making the blind to see, the lame to walk, the deaf to hear. It was helping setting the shackles set free. And watch this, watch this. The word did all that way, all the way to the cross. And once the word got on the cross, the word... World was still talking. Uh, Lord, forgive them, uh, for they know not what they do. Uh, this day uh, you'll be with me uh, in paradise. Uh, I'm so glad uh, the world wasn't done there, because the world had one more word. It's finished. Uh, it's done. What I'm trying to tell you, when the Word speaks, it's done. You want your healing? Let the Word speak. It's done. You want your liberty? Let the Word speak. It's done. Anybody here needs Jesus to speak in your life. Just tell on them. Call on them. Tell them what you want. He already knows what you need. And he's giving you a command. What's the command? Come all ye who are heavy burdened. Come all ye who are are heavy laden. And sit under my teaching. uh, For my yoke is easier, My burden is a lot. You'll find rest uh, for your soul. Uh, Anybody here sick and tired? Of being sick and tired? Uh, Anybody here stressed out? Uh, Anybody here about to give out? Uh, Well, hold on to God's unchanging hand. Just trust in Him. Woo! You don't need nobody else as long as you got. (laughs) You don't need anybody else as long as you got. I'm so glad that even my mother, my father made for a saving, but the Lord. Anybody here need Jesus? Do you want him to speak into your life? Cast this, cast this, cast this. He's already talking. But are you listening? Because when you listen, you recognize his voice. Your life will change. Because when he heard him speak, immediately he was healed. He picked up his man and he walked on. I'm encouraging you now to realize that he's speaking to your life. He's healed you from your sin sickness. You need to pick up your cross and walk on. And walk on for Jesus. Walk on for Jesus. Don't follow that man and deny him and try to turn on and say, Lord, I'm serving you. And I probably, you know, he turned on. He didn't want to get kicked out. Yeah. But yet, when we know what he's done for us, we got to testify Amen. of the goodness of the Lord Amen. and let him know he's healed me. He sets me free. He set me free. Because who the Son sets free, free is free. And with the Spirit of the Lord is there is Amen. liberty. Let's turn to our Father. We come right now, oh God. We come to you right now, oh God, asking you to speak into our lives. Give us your fresh word. Oh God. Speak right now into our household, into our hearts, into our minds, into our workplace, into the White House, into the Supreme Court Justice, into City Hall, into the House of Representatives. Oh God, we need your word for your people. Oh God, we want to see healing strength place. Transformation take place. Redemption take place. Oh, just speak your word, and we shall be healed. Oh, just speak your word, and we shall be changed. Oh, Father, we need you. We can't make it without you. And we thank you, oh God, that you're speaking in our lives. We surrender all to you right now. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen.